Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Stock Market Wrap with the Armor Report. I'm Brett Rosenthal, creator of this YouTube channel and the founder of thearmorreport.com, A-R-M-R report.com. Stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. It's a website I created for individuals just like yourself managing your own capital, but your desire is to learn how to create your own information flow and for me to share the information flow with you. That flow really comes from two things. Our fundamental research, building our whiteboard, finding what ideas we want to invest in, and marrying that with our algorithmic execution strategy. So we use algorithms. That's called quantum mental investing. And it creates an information edge I try to share with you on this show. So what I'm going to talk about today, we're going to talk about Cannabis Couch. We have to get there. It was a momentous uh, um, evening last night. What does it mean for us? How do we react to it? How are we going to execute going forward? We're going to talk about the ridiculous actions going on in Capitol Hill and what that means, if anything, to the portfolio. We'll look at the indexes and the algorithms to see, is there any information here that would suggest we need to raise cash? And then, of course, I'll get to Q&A. So um, please remember, I'm sharing information that I use my own personal capital, right? The Armour Report um, is a reflection of the information flow I use to manage my own personal assets, right? So we have three portfolios set up, index only, swing, and invest strategies, right? And I literally break up my own capital into those three groups so that I have different styles of management. And that's how I create um, uh, a portfolio and manage my risk through styles. So once again, this is what I do for my own capital. I've been doing it over 30 years. I'm not telling you how to invest. I couldn't possibly do that. I think we all know this by now, but apparently I have to say this every single time, just in case there's someone new who doesn't understand this process. I'm sharing information. I hope helps you. You have to make your own decisions, do your own due diligence and all those types of things. Fill up the chat board if you'd like. I'm going to get to Q&A after I just go over a couple of thoughts from today's action um, and, and, you know, what we were doing on our trading desk. So for Armor Insiders, you guys have already heard a lot of this from the action today. Um, we, we have a Slack room where we share information all day amongst Armor Insiders and subscribers. And I do a number of exclusive videos just for insiders. So um, forgive me, guys, if you hear some of what I've talked about during the trading session. So let's dive in. Um, why don't we start with the fact that we had a nice alpha generating day today in the Armor portfolios. And we did it because we're following the Armor investing way. Right? It's a three-stage process. Fill up the whiteboard with our ideas that we want to own. Use the algorithms. Use stop losses. When we go fill up that whiteboard, we have three different um, uh, segments to that board. We look for disruptive growth stocks, established growth stocks, turnaround stories. And then we try to build our portfolio around those three pillars. Right? We don't want to get overextended into one area. Okay? Example, if you were overextended in a big cap tech today, you had a terrible day. All right? But if you have exposure to all three groups, you should be able to create alpha today, and that's what we did. We did it by focusing on cannabis, 
which I call disruptive growth. That's really what it is. It's massive. It's growth on a massive scale. I'm going to get to that in a minute. We're going to talk fundamentals and then look at how we're going to execute. We did it because we're committed to precious metals. We added them recently, and they really helped during times of turmoil. Very interesting day. It looked like we were going to lose money in that space today. And by the end of the day, they were actually adding alpha, which was great. Um, and then, of course, we have our turnaround stories. And we talked about this just yesterday. So for those of you who watched yesterday, I'll just, you know, I'll share a couple of charts with you. But we were adding to our IBM position, for instance, yesterday. And that stock ended the day up over 2.5%. It was up over almost 4% at one point before the market imploded on the hysteria on Capitol Hill. Um, but it's that, it's that structure. It's managing risk through styles of management and portfolio structure that helps you deal with the, you know, um, day-to-day volatility that's hard to really um, predict, right? So a lot of guys on YouTube talk about, here's a stock that's going to make you a fortune, and let's go chase after this idea, and let's do some FOMO ideas. Like, I don't, I don't do that, right? I'm managing my own money. So I'm sharing with you what I do at my own capital, and I protect capital first, and then I go to capture upside, okay? So over a long period of time, um, what we're looking for is to increase our net worth in a meaningful way and in a risk-adjusted way. We're not looking to throw all of our assets into one asset class with massive amounts of risk because we might hit a home run. That's not what we do here. We manage risk first, then we capture upside, all right? So let's dive in. Um, thoughts. Number one, I'd like to start with, oh, by the way, of course, give me a thumbs up if you like this. I'd appreciate that. It helps me out. You can subscribe right down here. I'm going to take these things off. All right. Um, what we're going to do first is look at the indexes. Okay. With all the hysteria going on, nothing's really changed about the indexes. The NASDAQ was the weakest, but all it did was close right on the 25-day moving average. Nothing wrong with that. Here's the Dow. Looks pretty good. Breaking out, right? Turnaround stories. Boeing, IBM, AT&T, all in armored portfolios. All working. All adding alpha. Okay? Disruptive growth. Had a down day today. IBD 50, but not really. Nothing really happened there. And then, of course, we have this outsized, ridiculous move in small caps and value. Somehow that has to do with Democrats taking over the I, I, uh, government. I, I really can't tell you why uh, people run into small caps and value at the moment. I saw a whole bunch of stocks in the banking sector go through the roof, like small banks. I, I mean, I don't have any interest in that space. But anyway, my point of showing you this is there's nothing wrong with the market. So step one I think an Armour Insider said this. Maybe it was Ken, and I love what you said. You turned off the TV. You turned it off. Turn off the news cycle. It doesn't have anything to do with managing money. You know, if anything, the only thing I was doing in a nod towards the hysteria was adding a little bit to my hedge, right? And you all know that we're long VIX. We're long volatility index using calls that go out till June. So that's how we're protecting ourselves. And it, it went up today. You know, um, some people wanted to know would I book those profits. No, I'm not looking to book a profit that's 
a one-day move in VIX. I have that position on in case what happened today at Capitol Hill gets worse over the next couple of weeks, and we have this dislocation in the market, I don't know, 10% drop in a couple of days, and I'm going to want that protection, right? So you can always trade these things and make money on it today in that, in that um, VIX index, but that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to protect, okay? So um, something worth looking at when we talk about VIX, here's just uh, the ETF of VIXVXX. It actually closed down today. So even with the hysteria, it was down a little bit, okay? And if it takes out these lows, I'll probably take off my hedge. But for now, I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to spend a brief second talking about the Capitol Hill issue. Because I obviously don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. So trying to come up with scenarios and manage money is a complete waste of time and usually loses you money. So what we do at the Armour Report is follow a strict discipline. It's a process. We execute. We don't let hysteria on TV change what we're doing. From a bigger picture standpoint, it may change how we execute day to day. There were a couple names I wanted to add to the portfolio, and I didn't add them at the end of the day. I said, okay, I'll wait till tomorrow, see if this blows over, use our day trading techniques to pick it off in the morning. Okay? Armor Insiders, you know what I'm talking about. There's a couple of names at the top of our whiteboard we want to add, and I intend to add them tomorrow morning. We're going to use our day trading techniques. We're going to use volume-weighted average pricing, see if we get the setups, put the capital to work. Right? And if they stay above our stop all day, they're going to become positions in the portfolio. Um, so there's not, there's not much for me to say about what I think may or may not happen. I think it's a mistake to lean one way or the other because you're guessing, oh, this will be a one-day event. Or you're saying to yourself, this might last till the 20th, you know, when he's sworn in, you know, Biden. So I have to stay away from the market. It, It's best to manage your capital using probability metrics, reward to risk setups, and guessing what's going to happen based on news events, even if you get it right once. That's the worst thing that can happen for you to get it right once, because then you'll think you're going to get it right the next four times and lose money. <laughs> so guessing doesn't help anybody. Okay, so I'm not going to spend any more time talking about that tonight. We're going to read and react. We're going to see what happens overnight. We'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll protect our portfolio if we have to. Okay. Um, let's get to the cannabis couch. Let me work backwards for you in case you're wondering what the first decision is for us when it comes to how to manage the excitement from yesterday. So here's MJ, just as an example. Okay. So that's MJ. I'm choosing MJ just because it's, you know, an ETF of all the stocks um, in Canada, just to get an idea where it's trading. So we, we added to this, um, this to our portfolio right here on the 4th in advance of the election, saying that we wanted some exposure. And what I said was, based on what happens after the election, we'll have earned the right to take more risk. So the first thing I want to share with you 
tonight, and then we'll get into the the, the fundamental um, um, developments and how they affect our thinking. So step one, I think I told you guys this on, um, I know I spoke to insiders, but I think I spoke to all of you on YouTube about this. The step one was to take a position in cannabis in front of that election in case Democrats won, but take a position where you could manage the risk. If Republicans won and there was a sell-off, you'd be able to increase your position on weakness. The flip side is Democrats win and we increase our position on the strength because we've earned the right to take that risk. Okay? So I did not add anything to portfolios today. I have an armor rule. And here are the things I'm looking at. I might add to MJ, okay? I might add to MSOS. Now, we, we own that down here. Okay? I might add that down here. I mean, we added this down here, so it's exploded. So we might add some up here. Okay, we can always add a little YOLO if we want. Okay? These are kind of hammer tops right now, so I'm going to get to that in a minute. Top of my list is canopy growth. I really want to add to that position. Okay, and we have leaps on canopy growth. We talked about that down here, and those leaps paid off big time, obviously, today. But I, I want a bigger position. I've earned the right to take that risk. Okay, Kronos. I want to own shares of Kronos. All right, I like that setup. Okay. I don't know. I might own shares of, of um, Afria as well. It's the same exact setup. So those are your three top names. Okay. So um, here's an armor investing way axiom that works a lot of the time. When you get a gap up, whether it be earnings related, whether it be an election result, whatever the case, statistically speaking, you get that gap. And then you get a consolidation for a couple days. And if the gap holds, then you get a reacceleration of the move. It typically, you'll typically see three days of consolidation. And day four, you've heard me talk about this a lot in many different respects, but it's a four up and out type of a move. So ideally, ideally, these stocks will literally sell off for three days. Boom, 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 testing that gap. They don't have to go down dramatically, but they'll be down a little bit, down a little bit, down a little bit. And then day four, they take out that downtrend, and that's the day we add the positions. So that's what I'm thinking of doing. Okay? I don't add the day of the gap up. I want to see how they trade for a couple days. They may come down like I think and then give us that day four move, which would just be brilliant. Maybe we're buying at the end of the day Friday or early Monday. Maybe they accelerate higher and make a pennant. Whatever the case may be, there'll be a structure that develops, and that's what I'll be using to add positions on. Okay? So those are my thoughts. Now, how, momentum, how momentous is this decision? I was sharing this with insiders, so guys, forgive me. I'm going to share it with everybody else, just a couple of quick thoughts. Fundamentally, The cannabis industry, the revenue growth is off the chart, and yet the market cap is tiny. Reason being, institutions can't get involved in a lot of the U.S. MSOs, right? So investing 
the, there's an investing pyramid of capital. It's an upside down pyramid. Okay. The smaller cap names have access to a small amount of capital. The bigger the cap, the more money can come in. That's why you see stocks go above 10 and they jump to 13 to 15. You see stocks go above 100 and they jump to 130. One of the reasons is when they hit those prices, more and more of that inverted capital is allowed to, 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 to commit or wants to commit. So there were so many important things that happen when the Democrats take control. We think, we, we assume, we assume the Democrats will now execute on what their, their campaign promises were. But who knows if that's going to be the case, all right? So I'm going to share with you my thoughts, but we still have to use discipline and stop losses. If things go wrong, we have to raise them out. So don't let what I'm about to say lock you into a position you refuse to get out of. Okay, that'll be death. But I just wanted to say a couple thoughts that come to my mind when Democrats take control. Number one, I would expect the Safe Banking Act to be a fait complete. At the very least, the banking rules are going to change when it comes to cannabis. That will allow more of this inverted pyramid to get into the space. Small market caps, huge amount of capital coming into the space means big stock moves. So this is, we're thinking big picture now, not tomorrow or next week, but over the coming months. Here's another thought. Like that alone would be enough to get you to buy the space, but there's more, there's more reasons. I would assume at some point in here, onerous tax burden is going to get lifted. Schedule 280E that just absolutely rips the heart out of these companies will be gone. And they'll have normal accounting. That's amazing. Because companies like True Leave and Green Thumb, they're killing it anyway, even though they're paying a ridiculous amount in taxes, not able to shelter any of it because of that absurd IRS rule. When that changes, wow, the value of their business model is really going to come through. That alone would be a reason to own these stocks. But that's not it. That's not the only reason. That's the second reason. Here's another reason. When the Safe Banking Act is passed, I'm not even talking about the, the absolute excitement over descheduling or anything related to, you know, legality. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying Safe Banking Act. You want to tell me that the Democrats are going to carry the ball across the line now and make it legal and put it on schedule, some other schedule instead of schedule S1. I mean, I can't even think about that nirvana. Okay. I'm just focusing on safe banking. Right now, these companies have to borrow money at ridiculous double digit rates when they should be borrowing money at low single digits. If that starts happening, if banks start lending, think, think, of the, think of the ability these companies are going to have to grow. And that would be a reason all by itself to put money to work in the space. So those are just three basic reasons. There's more. I could wax poetic all night, but I want to get to questions. Bottom line, I'm thoroughly ecstatic. Increasing my exposure because I've earned the right to take that risk. 
I'm going to be following day trading rules to find my way in. I'm going to be looking for sell-offs to bases. Hey, I got to give you a call back, brother. I will. Trust me. All right. I'm going to look for certain setups following the armor process, but I'm going to be adding the positions there. Okay. Um, thoughts on um, precious metals, just real quick. It had a huge day for us, really. I mean, it looked like they were going to be selling off aggressively, and I guess some of the unrest really, you know, helped us out. So stocks closed relatively where they were. They look great. Newmont Mining is the one thing I wanted to share with you. This stock was up all day even in the face of a selling across the board in the whole group. This is the institutional favorite. And when you see leaders acting like that, you know you got a fish on the line. Okay? So we're going to keep focused on precious metals. Um, I think that's all I wanted to talk about right now. I want to get to your questions. Don't want to spend all night chatting. We'll save that for Saturday. So I guess in summation, I kind of like the market action today. I almost feel like the sell-off at the end of the day is going to be a gift tomorrow morning, assuming that this craziness on Capitol Hill is over. If it's not over, then we'll have to you know, remain defensive. If it's over, we're going to get a nice shot at our favorite names in the next couple of days as the market charges higher. That's where my head is. I'm watching VIX closely. If it takes out the lows, that will confirm my, my opinion there. I'm curious. Um, look at that. I just see Curaleaf is doing a secondary offering. Well, that makes sense. So that may, that may actually create opportunity for us. That just hit the tape. So what's going to happen is the U.S. MSOs are going to take the strength and the announcement of this momentous victory by the Democrats and raise capital, which will bring these stocks down which will give us a chance to buy on the weakness. All right, let's get to Q&A. I could just ramble on all night. So what do you guys have for me? All right, ID Doc, uh, is, it good to, is it good to hedge by adding precious metal stocks, Bitcoin, solar energy, or do nothing until the picture clears? Um, okay, I don't, think, uh, I don't think any of those ideas, I used to think precious metals was a hedge. It really isn't. It goes up and down kind of with the market. It does its own thing. If the market implodes, precious metals can go down sometimes. So I look at every sector on its own, and I look at where the entry points are, use the algorithms, what are the stops, put the capital to work. I don't think buying solar or Bitcoin is going to save you at all if, if the markets really start to suffer. I think Bitcoin's in the stratosphere, and I'm not chasing any Bitcoin names. Anybody who owns them, they're doing great. Congratulations. It's so far outside the realm of an armor entry point that there's really nothing for me to say there. Um, I like the solar energy stocks and I like green energy and those types of things. Um, I'm not buying anything on a gap up run because Democrats have a 50, 50 advantage with the, not really an advantage with, with um, Kamala Harris, you know, um, carrying the vote. I don't really think that's a mandate for the Democrats to do all these things that Republicans are afraid of. You know, I don't think that's going to really happen. I don't think there's going to be court packing and, you know, all these other things in the next two years. I really don't. But we'll see. 
But usually the fear of one side or the other never turns out to be the reality. I remember people who wanted to move to Costa Rica because Donald Trump won the election. And I asked those people now, what happened in four years? It was so awful. You were so convinced the world was coming to an end. Are you a little sheepish now? Just a little? I hope you're a little bit sheepish. Okay? Because nothing momentous really happened. world didn't come to an end. Okay? Um... Three great days in a row, Quail Hollow. It was three great days in a row for the Armour Report, no doubt. Took profits on CGC. You're, I'm a genius. Thank you very much. I'm, not, I, I'm glad you're making money, man. Um, I'm just trying to share with you my approach and how I, I run capital. Um, IBM wants to run. It, it looks phenomenal. You know, I just let's look at IBM for a minute just to enjoy the view. Oh, geez. And what I'm trying to say here is you want to buy tight to the base. All the things that are working this year, why are they working? It's because we bought them right. You make your money when you buy it, not when you sell it. If the reward to risk is right, that's how you protect yourself. That's how you put capital to work. That's how you free yourself up. That's the other thing. A lot of the times it's hard to throw your hands like a boxer. You know, you're afraid to get in there. But if you stop trying to guess what the market's going to do or you know, once you put something on your whiteboard, you've done your research, you look for the right entry point where the reward's worth the risk, where your stop is tight, and just execute and let it play out. It's one of the hardest parts of running money is, is literally executing what you know. You have stuff on the whiteboard, you know is great, and then you look back three, six, 12 months later, and you're like, how do I not own that? It went to the moon. Well, you probably didn't own it because you were afraid for whatever reasons having to do with Capitol Hill or whatever that meant nothing. And if you just focused on the right entry point, closest to the stop, using, using that stop, put your capital to work. Get rid of your ego. So what if you take a loss? It's okay. Loss will be small. You keep doing it until you hook into your winners. They run, and the winners are much bigger than your losses, and that's how you increase net worth. Um, okay, some of these, I, I see you guys saying that CGC and whatnot are up in the aftermarket. That's great. It doesn't mean much to me. Um, you know, I saw a headline break of um, uh, the news is, you know, is calling the election. But I mean, we all already knew that. So after hours, let them gap up. Let them gap up tomorrow morning. We'll see how they trade. We'll find our way into more exposure if we if we want it. All right. Um, what do we got? Does this start every day at 4.30? Saber, I, I wish it did, man. It just depends on uh, my life and what it is I'm up to and whether or not I can do it. So sometimes it's 4.30. I'd like to try to make it 4.30. Sometimes it's 6.30. I can't help it. Sorry about that. Um, I love this GWPH idea. An Armor Insider had that uh, thought this morning, added it to the room. Here's GWPH. You know, so there's a long-term downtrend that's been broken, and you could argue that's a cup and handle formation. My question is, how does legalization help GW Pharmaceutical? I really don't know. I don't, I don't really think it does. You could argue it could be a detriment. So I'm not adding that to the portfolio right here. Thoughts on Teladoc? Yeah, I, mean, I like Teladoc a lot. Okay, it had a decent close to the day. This is the pennant that it's forming. 
And I'd like to see that pennant break out, but um, I'm anxious to, to find an entry point into Teladoc, no doubt about it. Thoughts on SILV and SANS chart, SILV. SILV. Yeah, I mean, look, the chart looks good. The small cap silver stocks look really good. How about MAG? Boy, that closed up on the highs. Boy, that looks good. So you know it's open season on precious metals because we own these ETFs and we're buying our favorite names. So anything that, you know, rocks your world, I, I think it's worth taking a look at. Do I partake in the green, green? Um, that's a personal question, my friend. Bruno, thoughts on OSPK? Hey, you know, I haven't looked at that in a while. Let's take a peek. Hmm. Double bottom on overstock. I don't know. I almost feel like people are trying to look at overstock and say, hey, I missed Riot. I missed Mara. So maybe I should jump into overstock. And the laggard never works. You know, that's kind of my thought there. Um, okay. NTRA. It announced a secondary today. Great. And NEO. Great. I love buying secondaries. Let them come down and see if we can find entry points. Z earnings tonight or tomorrow in the morning. I don't really have any thoughts on it. I'm not, you know, this is sometimes I sell stocks in front of earnings. If they're up a lot, if they're tech stocks, I don't really have, um, there's the chart of constellation. We own it down here. Uh, I'm just letting the stock go. I, I don't really know. I don't, think the earnings are going to be a big deal one way or the other. So we'll, we'll see if I'm right. CLSK. Green Spark. Blockchain play, a long way to go. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'll have to look into that. Thanks for that idea. All right. So listen, I'm going to wrap up tonight. Um, in case you have any more questions for me, anything quick. If not, I'm going to wrap up. I'll give you a second to fill up the board. But uh, basically, our marching orders for tomorrow, we're going to watch cannabis. We're going to see if we want to increase our exposure. Um, we have a couple of names at the top of the armor whiteboard we want to add to the portfolio, assuming the market holds up. And um, we're watching VIX closely. VIX makes new lows. We're going to get more aggressive buying things. Those are my thoughts in wrapping. Anything you guys have for me? Any more questions? No? Brilliant. I wish you all a good night. I look forward to seeing all Armor Insiders at 8.30 tomorrow morning for our morning meeting. Have a great night, guys. See you on the flip side.